Victory Sealed. It is February the 5th, 2014. My name is Eric Peterson. Joining me today, we have Mr. Aaron Robison. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, Aaron. Actually, I don't know. Did you did you go anywhere? No. Oh, well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And Jess Clarkson. Hello. Who's rubbing on the microphone? Are you getting your beard in the mic, Jess? Yeah. I think Sorry. she's filing her nails or something. Are you? Rubbing my beard on my microphone? Or no. filing your nails? Filing your nails. No. That <laughs> requires so much more effort than I'm really willing to put so into my nails. So you just have like super long, gross nails? Yep. Or, I pick my gonna... nose with them. Well, oh. nose picking is a phenomenal pastime. And if you have long nails, it's pretty awesome because you can just scoop them right out. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened right there. Off to a phenomenal start. <laughs> I don't know how people with those super long nails, like I don't want to say like the curling nails that hang on the floor where you need like a nail basket, like a like a sling to carry, like Ripley's Believe It or Not nails. But I'm, I'm just talking, you know, like quarter inch or half inch or t- nails like that. How can they function? Um, there are some things that like when you type, you kind of have to type with your fingers more flat I than don't. raised. Um, are you talking about but, if you have those nails or just in general? If you have, if those, you have nails. those nails, cause I've had long nails before, not like grossly curly nails, but like longer nails and you have to type flatter. When I was younger, I'd get fake nails done, but they're really good for like itching your head. feels so nice. Yeah. But then when one of them breaks off. You just look weird. Yeah, you have so to you cut go, them all. You got to go buy fake nails in. Have you seen those nail stickers that they have now? Yes. My aunt does one of those small business. Co- I don't know what they're called, like Owlie or something like that. But uh, it's like a, a Mary Kay style business or an origami owl business where I'm going to come to your house. And I'm going to show you all these stickers you can put on your nails. And people buy it. Hmm. They're so fun. They're stickers. Yeah, but they're like really. Because, <laughs> oh, actually, really cool. When I was at, I forget what convention it was, but there's this girl who would paint fake nails in like, like comics characters or video game stuff and. Um, she would sell those so you could pretend that you were awesome at doing your nails and just use her designs, Hmm. which was pretty cool. I'm glad that my nails are the way they are, and I don't have to worry about looking sexy with nails. Although I do have one kind of fucked up fingernail. uh, My grandma calls it Fisher's or Fisherman's Funny Finger, but it's my Mm. right index finger, and about three quarters of the way up the nail starts to grow on top of itself again and it's really weak so yeah it's weird you could benefit uh, from nail stickers no way this is who i am funny finger who, who are you i have no idea funny fisherman finger but you see the thing i've tried to search for fisher's funny finger i think my grandma just made that bullshit up to make me feel better it's probably Kinda some. Sounds like she made it up. It's probably some rare form of cancer. Maybe. 
I shouldn't make cancer jokes. No, no, sir. But it's possible. <laughs> thank, thank you, Dad. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, sir. You should not. <laughs> well. Oh damn! I forgot to add you to that tweet that I just tweeted. That tweet Uh-oh. you just tweeted about is it about nails? Because if it is, I really yes, don't is. care. My sticker nails. Wait, you actually have those on right now? No, not right now. I took them off like those. Those maybe a week ago. Those nails look like they belong on the skirt of a Bollywood dancer. They are kind of flashy. So they were fun. They're sparkly. But they were bumpy, so I kept playing with them and like rubbing my nails, and that's kind of like a little creepy, I guess, to just sit there and like rub your nails all the time. Yeah, it's so a I took them bit. off. Just a took little them bit. Off. I wonder when they're going to come up with stuff like this for teeth. Like sticker grills? <laughs> they have things you can put in your eye. You know how bad those are for your eye, though? Probably, what do they have? I don't have, probably, like, statistics. Probably no, worse, probably no worse than dyeing your whole color of your eye a certain color. People actually like the do the white that. of your eye. Yeah. They have getting sticker a, eyes? No. Well, they have they're not the stickers, but they put this little implant into your eye so it looks like... A heart or whatever star you want to put in there, and then uh, and they also have it where you can tattoo your eye. So, like the white of your eye, you can just make that one color, like blue oh. or red or whatever. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Don't I always get weirded out when I see people that have like the spiral contacts in, and then they're trying to have an intelligent conversation, and the whole time I'm thinking you're kind of weird. And then to top it off, they've got like the earplugs, and I don't know. I can't do it. Oh, I'm just googling the eye heart thing. I could see Cost why somebody three thousand dollars. How much? Three thousand. Yeah. Eye heart implant. Well, that's going to come up with some weird crap. Um. Oh yeah, sure. Is that just like a little piece of metal? I think so. I think so. I think it's a piece of metal. And then there's another thing that's really big, and this is big overseas. Uh, they call it a uh, bagel head. Oh and yeah. Didn't we talk um, about this already? Yeah, we did. We probably did. I think I talked about this eye thing last time too. But yeah, I don't know. Hey, there was a lot of where they just inject a bunch of silicone into your forehead, and then a guy yeah, and then like just push a thumb, thumb in the middle. Yeah. The other thing it's that weird. is is starting to pick up is subdermal implants of just random crap like oh, they'll right, just yeah. slit uh, they'll cut the top of their their forearm and then just like put a cell phone or something under there and just really weird stuff i mean people people are weird oh, teach their own i'm i'm good with my <clears throat> badass cat tattoo i actually just retired my industrial piercing really for good it's gone your industrial piercing? Yep. You... Industrial strength, you can only get it done at, at a metalworking factory, and it's super painful. And, and you had this where? This is an all-age show, Aaron. <laughs> no, it's called Prince an industrial. Albert. It's that bar that Albert? goes through my ear. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I'm not... 
I had a, I, the past two weeks have been a crisis of conscience for me. Well, not conscience, but like where I'm going in life and, and, uh, Oh, I love those. What I'm supposed to be doing. Because if you listen to, to the factory, the man of tank podcast from two weeks ago, um, I wrote in an email, but I didn't write it. I spoke it. So I spoke in an email question and, um, in, in a nutshell, I was essentially offered another job that would essentially triple my salary that I have now. Uh-huh. However, it's commission job. It's a sales job and I hate sales. Yeah. So I was in that, that quandary of, do I follow the money and take the, the, the tons of extra money and potentially not like the job? Or do I stay where I'm at where I'm really happy and not make as much, but look forward to going to work every day depends on how much time you have available as well it was that that you work twice as much that's the thing i was talking to the sales rep who is in the position right now and he uh he said that on average he was working about 60 to 75 hours a week and that sealed it for me like no thanks not worth it and he works from home so he does all his stuff on his own time and he's like there are some times where you don't work for three four days at a stretch or if you want you can go on vacation for two months and nobody cares but it boils down to the whole. You're basically your job is your life, and you're just exactly it's just intertwined in there. So I made that call two days ago, and calling and turning down the potential to make a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year is a shitty, shitty phone call to make. Mm-hmm. And kind of in that whole process, I'm, I'm like, "Fuck, I'm I'm growing up. Like I've got a kid that's going to be here in five weeks. I'm tr- starting to plan out career crap." And that's so soon. I know. So I decided I hadn't had my earring in for a while and just cause I had some meetings with the superintendent and I was like, yeah, I should probably mm-hmm. try to look a little, little bit more professional. And I just had that internal conversation of, well, I think it's time to retire this. So, I retired my nose ring from that thing. I was, when I was like in the middle of school, I was like, Oh, I should probably look a little bit more professional, mm-hmm. but I miss my nose ring. It's hard because you kind of identify with it. I've had it since I was 19. So almost 10 years. So you yeah. went with the goth look, but got rid of the nose? <laughs> no, shut up. That was after goth. Oh, Post-goth <laughs> nose ring. Post-goth nose ring, huh? So, yeah, yeah that, uh, that that was my past two weeks. That's kind of why we didn't do a show last week. I just wasn't necessarily in the mood. I was struggling <laughs> with this decision and ultimately settled on what I hope is the right decision. And I'm hoping... 20 years from now, I don't look back and say, son of a bitch. No bark. But. Well, you know, you got to do it. You got to do. Yeah. But then again, I could also have taken the other job and been like, this sucks. I want my old job back. And they'd be like, yeah, sorry, you already left. Yeah, that's that's what you have to think about, too. So I think Kevin put it put it good. He, said, he put it a good way. He said, fear of change is a real thing. And, and I think that's what this boils down to. He's like, I don't want to give up what I've got. I like what I have. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not oh. willing to change it. If I hated my job, hell yeah. Okay. So. If anyone's listening, I'll take $150,000 a year. Just, just mm. saying. I've got a buddy who does that exact same job and he made over 200 last year. Hmm. In Holy the, moly. In the same position. Wow. So that sales job part? Yeah. And I had some people sending me messages like, I'm 19 and I can't imagine doing stuff like that. I think it was Ashton. Ashton Morales. I think that's his name. That sounds right. 
Ashton's my BFF. Yeah, Ashton. He's he's like being nineteen year olds. I couldn't imagine doing that. And uh, at that point, it's just it's, you're at a different place in your life. And yeah, if somebody offered me that job at at nineteen, I'd be all over it. But at twenty eight, with a kid on the way, and it's just it doesn't make sense because okay. with commission jobs, there's so many other things that you can't you don't take into account. Mm-hmm. Like you will not get a loan for a mortgage for at least three years. Just stuff like mm-hmm. that that you don't think about. So, mm-hmm. well, which job do you have now makes it easier to move back to Wisconsin? The job I have now. Well, there you go. So, it's all about me, Eric. It is. It is. So, but I'm. I'm probably this. This might be harsh, but I'm not moving back, and it's because of you. Well. Moving that, back? That, to Wisconsin. Oh. To the glove no. state. I don't know, man. That's pretty harsh. But it's kind of a kind of addicting to say here. I will be back in Wisconsin for <laughs> two weeks this summer, so we should get together and do a show together. Sure. Sure. If you are so inclined. Well I'll come and eat a bunch of cheese and then die. You should. Wisconsin's not that oh, far. Man. How is how far is it? Like thirty two hours? No, it takes like 32 hours. Like it takes 24 hours to get to Florida. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Wisconsin is. Let's look it up. It's on the north side. So if it takes that long, I'm guessing you're up on the, you're up by the coast. So I bet you it's going to take no, uh, 18 like, hours. We're Who on the you? same thing on Google Maps. Probably it is. 18 hours. No, less than that. You think so? No, Toronto actually. to La Crosse, Wisconsin is 12 hours and 14 minutes. It takes me like nine hours. No, just kidding. Yeah, nine hours to Boston. Boston sucks. Boston, I suppose it's been on where you go. You're cutting off slack. Yeah, you can just come down. 12 hours. Oshkosh. 12 hours, Aaron. 12 hours. See, 12. I can drive to Texas in 12 hours. You could make that drive, Jess. So as you're running from as you're running from the law, do it for a show and then go home. Yeah, yeah. Hour and a half show, twelve hour drive. No big deal. It'll be fine. Mm. So, Jess, when you joined the call today, Aaron was doing his best to practice filling in for you. Oh, I'm so excited. So, mm. Aaron, mm-hmm. do you want to do you want to try to replicate that, or do you think that was a oh. joke lost in the moment? Uh, it may have been lost, but I'll try. So, Jess, tell me what you did this weekend. Oh, my name's Jess. I made my first video game this weekend. <laughs> it was a little more girly last time. That's amazing. <laughs> I was up I all night. Did. I did. Well, tell us about this. So, um, I used Game Salad because I don't know how to code. Loser. Uh, shut up. Um, but it was really fun. And our game is absolutely ridiculous. And Does it involve cats? No. It's the girl that I was working with. Um, Sheila. Big into like um, like political activism. Oh, Jesus. So she wanted to focus on um, like a feminist game. So I was like, okay, I was oh, going to make a game about kittens. But we did a feminist <laughs> game with... A flying uterus <laughs> spaceship, and you shoot your eggs at enemies, which is 
pretty ridiculous. You wanted to make a game about kittens, and you made a game about <laughs> politics instead. Yes. Well, possibly very similar to a kitten. But it has my uh, lovely artwork in it. All of our characters are stick figures because neither of us could draw. So, well, when do we get to play this game? When is it available to download? I to will play? post it soon. So, tell me about the, this program itself, though. Is it? Do, do they just give you a blank slate, and then you get to draw whatever you want, and then manipulate characters, and it automatically animates them, or how does that work? So Game Salad is um, it's a free game. It's Mac and PC, but it works better on a Mac. I'm on their website right now and can't find the PC download. Oh, maybe it's not a PC version then. Could lie. When I downloaded it, it's only the DMG file. So, um, But it's really cool because... Oh, never mind. There it is. You're essentially... You like pick characters or actors. Hi, Ashton. Um, you can include them like we made them on Illustrator and then just um, brought them into Game Salad. But you give actors direction. So it works on like basic coding principles. Um, so it's kind of cool because you get to familiarize yourself with like if-then statements and mm-hmm. attributes and everything like that. So it's pretty much a, ba- a blank slate and you just kind of explore and figure things out and... I'm going to throw down a contest. Oh, shit. I say all of us download this program. Yes. And see who can make the better game. I am so down for this. All right. There are absolutely no rules, no stipulations, preferably the dumber the better. Oh, I know how to draw a uterus spaceship. Pretty sure I'm a If you've seen any of my levels in Little Big Planet... They involve a lot of sperm rocket ships and uterus lava pits. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, just shoot me over the link. It is going I'll, down. I'll make a video game. It'll I blow will. your mind. Here's the, here's the linky link. Linky there link. You go. That's for the Windows, Jess, so don't bother yourself because it won't work on your subpar machine. <laughs> okay. This <laughs> Unless you're the opposite on... of sub. What the fuck is the opposite of subpar? Uh, par? Par. This, no, plus par. Over par. This over par? This yeah. over par. Over. Apparently over. you have to be 13. Yeah, And man. you have to be able to read the terms of I service. I don't know how to read. Aaron, your daughter's 13. She could download this. And read oh, for okay. you. okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so okay, I don't know how to, how do you move this little mouse thing? How uh how much time are we going to give ourselves? Um I made a game in 2 days. Yeah, but how many how many people were involved in this and two people. Two people and how many hours? We put in like 16 hours. Oh my god. Let's do give I, our, let's let's do, do, I need do a the Windows installer for I'm good with doing like a two week or like a month process. Here's here's what I think we should do. Let's not let's not pin it down. Let's uh, check in week by week and see how we're going. And then as we're getting closer to seeing who's getting done, then we can start to finalize a time frame. But um, yeah, let's see how it goes. Let's let's do it. The dumber the better. And who's judging? We'll just release them. Can you release them for people to download? Yeah, you can put them into the arcade. Okay. 
and then uh, people can play them what online. If, what if you wanted to take really? that and publish it to the Apple App Store or something? Could you do that? Yeah. You need a developer account, though, with Apple, which is $99. And then you... One. But you can um, upload it to Android Market for free. Hell yeah. Oh, that's cool. You guys are going to play some sweet games. Mine's Bye. probably going to start out really awesome and then peter out as I lose interest. Mine's going to start at the end. <laughs> Credits! <laughs> Aaron, your game was great. <laughs> it was fantastic. You're going to be on a motorcycle and you have to you have to dodge these vans and trucks. You have to be able to turn corners. Is it called roadie sex? Tour bus sex! That's Jess's game. Yeah, Love it. Well, Aaron's, you get extra points for dumping the motorcycle. That's right. For every time you dump your bike, you get more points. Every time you talk to band members about politics, you get more points. Yeah. And then in my game, if you talk to uh, James Marshers about uh, face wash and and face products, you get 1,000 points. (laughs) I feel like everyone should make games. Like, let's see if anyone else wants to make games with us. I'm on the fence about that. Oh, I, like, people from our community? Yeah. Yeah. I think... Like, it'll be a, a challenge to see out of us who can make the better one, because I'm going to win. But I think it would be fun well, that's cause, to... That's because everybody's on your team. Everybody's like, oh, Team Jess. Team Jess. That's right. I thought you meant, like, a blanket statement, like, every... Just everyone should create games. Like, I don't think... I think some pretty fucked up shit would come out if everyone was making games. That's true. It's like if everybody were allowed to publish their personal memoirs. I mean, technically they are, but... I don't know. I'm afraid to see what I'm going to come up with. I'm scared of that, too. I'm so excited for this contest. All right. I think my my main character's name is going to be... Don't Rock ruin Man it. 2.0. It's going to be what? Rockman 2.0. That's the dumbest name. <laughs> I love it. Because Rockman's, a, oh, he's upgraded. Yeah, he's upgraded. He's 2.0. So did he just get like a firmware update? I don't like know. his firmware update dropped his his mechanical testicles, so now his voice is deeper? Yeah, it's going to be real deep. Mm. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna stop. We're gonna start some robots. <laughs> Is he voiced by Barry White? <laughs> Close. Let's get it on. <laughs> Amazing. I guess I'm gonna accept the terms of this license agreement. Don't do it. I have to, otherwise I can't get next. All right. All right. So I'm installed. It was pretty. It was pretty beneficial for you, Jess. Yeah, it was so much fun. Was it free? Uh, I'm a member for the community, so I pay like $10 a month. Mm. Um, And they do like workshops all the time and have social events. So So it depends on how you're looking at the membership, mm. but it was free. Did you get to pick your partner or was this like a Hogwarts, we're going to pull your name out of a hat and this is who you're stuck with type of deal? Um, Her and I had never made a game before, so we partnered up to see what we could do, but... There were some really cool games. Some um, of the people there had been making games for a while. So theirs were like 
we actually have plot and a story and know what the fuck we're doing. Plot and don't make people. flying uterus spaceships. <laughs> Pretty cool. Hmm. I feel like we're biting off a lot, but it it could potentially yes. be fun. It's going to be so much fun. So we don't have a time frame. We should probably set a time frame so that yeah. way, you know. We'll say, we'll say we'll, we'll check in. I'm a prog- I'm a procrastinator, so it come down to like you don't say. We got a show. We got a show in like two minutes, and I'm like, oh, I got to make my game quick, and then I'm be done. You know. <laughs> you, you don't say, Aaron. We're doing a show tonight. You play your game. I'm just putting it in now. All right, we start recording <laughs> in eight minutes. <laughs> I, I can see that happening. Probably the best game too, and win. All right, cool. I'm not going to reveal any of my plans because my plans are going to be sweet. Uh, right. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a Mega Man knockoff. Mm, probably, probably not. <laughs> so, Should I enable AVI support? Enable MPEG PS support? Don't start doing it now. You've got a show to record. <laughs> Concentrate. I'm, I'm, just, I'm installing it so that way I think- when... You know what? I think we should have one stipulation since we are technically a retro-themed show. Uh huh. It should be. Do we want to try to make it like an homage to one of our to a game, or like tie in elements? I don't know. No, that's dumb. Forget I said that. Make your own damn game. If it's about <laughs> pooping toilets out of your butt, that's fine. Okay. I'm sure there's make oh, the next God. make I'm the next so et. Now. <laughs> Oh, that'll be good. We'll be oh. good, man. This, this is going to be fun. Speaking of our show, since we're on our show, mm-hmm. you this may, is our show. Yep, this is our show. You may notice in iTunes that I have changed the way the show is listed. Oh, snap. For a couple of reasons. Um, and I feel like we should we should discuss with people so they're not like, what the fuck is this? Crap. This isn't factory sealed. It's still called... What did you change it? It's still called factory sealed, but before it had that big stupid-ass tagline on the end of it, it said factory sealed uh, hyphen a retro gaming podcast hyphen mana tank. I took all that extra crap off. So now it's just listed purely as factory sealed. Um, I did change the description a little bit. So it's... I feel like as a show, we are evolving. And as we evolve, we need to rebrand ourselves to fit that evolution. Um, I feel like you're getting awfully serious right now. No, I'm just saying that I took that retro gaming podcast off of there so it doesn't permanently pigeonhole us into that category. All right. So we're still a retro gaming podcast, but it doesn't scream and hit you over the face with it so like if people come here expecting something like what retronauts does where all we do is talk about classic mario brothers like no (laughs) so well it's been suggested that a segment of the show gets added what called aaron's action time is this like right where i talk about hero where I talk about the latest action movie that I watched. <laughs> <laughs> and try to quote it. <laughs> yeah. Or was it, oh, it's called Aaron's, Aaron's Action Corner. I think that's what he called it. Yeah. So might have to throw that in at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I don't know. So I can make bad movie quotes, apparently. Games, guys. 
I know it's been a while. We took a week off last week. We should essentially all have played mountains and mountains of games, but life happens. Have what have we played? All right. Well, let's start. With I did get to play some games. Oh, Jesus, and this is really cool. I was I was waiting to talk about this last week, but we didn't get my PDA show. in market. What? But up? in uh, in uh, last last weekend, my daughter was over. And uh, we played some retro games. So, and see uh, her suggestion. So, we played some Pac Man uh, for the, nice. the NES. We spent a lot of time playing that, trying to see who the high score, and we would try to, you know, do that. And then we played uh, the original Super Mario, well, the Mario Brothers for the, the Duck Hunt combination on the NES. Played that for a while. And then we moved on to the, uh, the Super Mario World on the SNES. Mm. So, but it was really fun. Uh, Watching her uh, play the games and for the you know kind of that the same games that I grew up playing there and having her get excited and still frustrated at the same time but the same things that I was frustrated at the time or like you know you, you land wrong. Did you have a TV where you could actually play Duck Hunt? No, I didn't play Duck Hunt. Just oh. just uh, I was just staying the cartridge. That so I, I was gonna I was gonna ask if you uh, if you showed her the proper ways to cheat or if you used them <laughs> while she was frustrated losing. No, yeah, what are no. the cheaty ways? You sit on the couch with a magnifying glass. Yeah. What? And Duck Hunt. That's how you can cheat in that game. Like you put the magnifying glass over top of the gun? The gun, mm-hmm. yeah. Essentially, the way that that game works is it would flash the screen, and where those, those ducks were would be a white box. And... If if you look really closely, you can actually see it. Like the screen goes, the the colors invert, and it just shows a white box that's moving. And all the gun does is look for that white box that you're pointing at it. That's that's the whole premise of the game. That's yeah. that's pretty much how it works. So if you take a magnifying glass, the gun is suddenly looking at everything instead of just the microscopic point that it's tunneled into. Guys are a bunch of cheaters. Or or. You can just take the gun and put it directly on the TV screen. Yeah, and just shoot all those freaking ducks. Sorry, excuse my language. I always kind of felt bad for shooting the ducks, so I like to play with the skeets. Is that what they're called? Yeah, skeets, the skeet shooting. Because skeet sounds like a really bad word, so I was kind skeet, of concerned. <laughs> Little John skeet wasn't shoot. around back then. Skeet, skeet, motherfucker. So, yeah. Um, so that was kind of fun. Um playing those games with her but now the thing that she wanted to play with my advantage controller that i have the nes which, or super nintendo the nes mm-hmm. and uh the big one joystick one and uh that for some fun. reason it would not work i think it may have froze because i had it sitting next to my window down there oh no and uh, it didn't work so we tried using that and i wish we could have played some of the games with that because it would have been a lot easier um but then we went to uh uh the Super Mario Brothers game, and uh, that was a lot. That was a lot better with the, the two players. But uh, yeah, she got very frustrated with the, uh, the fact that, like, you know, if you go too fast, you can't slow down in the time to like get the jump timing right, or she would be too slow to do the jump, so she kept like falling to her death or hitting the Goombas because, like, you know, just a, a microscope it off. That's one of those um, skills that has carried with me to this day. Is that when I'm playing Mario, I just hold the run button constantly right. so that you just get yeah. used to having it on. Yeah. Sometimes I panic, though. Really? And I, I totally cheated. Panic. In, yeah. 
And I totally cheated and did the Eric way when I played it. What's the like Eric way? The Eric's way when you just hold on the run button and you just you just run. You don't hit anything and you just get to the end and you find all the warp stones. Yeah. You just take all those warp zones to the end and then you just beat the game in like two minutes. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I don't know. It kind of takes a little bit of fun out of it. It kind of Unless sucks when I go from playing stuff. when I go from playing Mario to a game like Mega Man because mm-hmm. I want to just run through the level and you can't. All right. Yeah, that one you definitely I like cannot. Slowly play. enjoying the levels, savoring them. You're the one that goes for score, though, aren't you? Kind of. Why? It was completely arbitrary. Yeah, but it's fun. Unless you try to get the fireworks in the castle. Yeah. I got that a couple times. It's the best. Because you know fun. why? Because no, F you, that's fireworks. why? I was going to say, please in- indulge us. Just fireworks. Fireworks are fun. But it's the worst when you miss the stupid flag. Why? Yeah, that sucks. The oh. points mean nothing. Because. Not if you're trying to get the high is, score. Because no. what? You friggin' miss the flag and everyone makes fun of you because you suck at life and can't. Like, imagine if there's a crowd of people around and they're cheering for you and you're like, yes, fuck this level. I just won. Look at how awesome I am. This is a sign of me being epic. Oh, wait, I failed and landed halfway down the flagpole like a silly bitch. See, my Aww. tactic is try to land at the base of the pole so it takes less time and I can complete the game faster. Mm. Everyone would be disappointed. No, they would be totally in awe of how perfectly timed and beautifully executed all of my jumps are. I feel like that's no disappointing. Yeah. You gotta go with the score, you gotta find out the secrets, you gotta get all the coins. You know, yeah, so maybe you have to jump to the top of the flagpole. Maybe if you're playing Super Mario yeah. and then you've got all those dragon coins to collect, but other than that, no way. Yeah, I don't know. I really wish I could get my hands on some Rad Racer. That'd be a fun one to play. Rad Racer? Rad Racer. Yeah. You never played Rad Racer? Uh, describe it. Well, it's just a your car and you race down the road. That's like Formula One, except (laughs) you're. Except for it's it's not Formula One. No, but you're in a Ferrari. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're in a Ferrari, and it's kind of like the first, like the cruising, like the cruising game in the arcades, like the precursor to that. I put hours and hours into that game. It's called it's a lane change simulator. Is all it is. Pretty much, yeah. You have to get over and get out of the way. It's like Spy Hunter without the guns. So Only without the top down. Basically, it's like driving to the beach and you never get there. <laughs> That's right. Because you, you can driving. see the but beach each in the level. distance. But there's good <laughs> levels because you've got to beat other cars and you, you're the, like, you are in a race. So you do have to pass cars to, to get first place. Hmm. Yeah. I see a race car in this. Oh, there's night levels too. Oh, man. Yeah, it was fun, man. Rad Racer. It's like Miami Vice looking. I'm going to play some Rad Racer. That game Miami Vice, number one new show. Oh, it, my like, God. Dumb? They're totally wearing, like, Miami Vice outfits. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it was back in the 80s, one in the 90s. Acid wash jeans. Oh, yes. Big updos. So beautiful. Hair dids. I want me some of those Rad Racers. Rad Racer. 
It oh like man, I love that game. I want some Rad Racer. <laughs> I got a bad case of the Rad Racer. Uh, look, uh, you can pick two cars. You can pick the Formula One car too. I tried. So it is oh, technically shit. like Formula One. Sort of, maybe. Sort of. Except not. Except not it's really. not that at all because it is not. I don't remember. Then they made Rad Racer 2. I remember playing that too. So which of the games that you played did your daughter enjoy the most? Pac-Man. Really? Yeah. I think it was Pac-Man. She liked that one a little bit more. Uh, what was because, the... Um, what was the name of the Pac-Man game that was on GameCube that if you had people that had a Game Boy Advance, they could play... It's kind of like what the Wii does with Nintendo Land and that Mario and Luigi... Yeah, it's called Pac-Man Party. Yeah, Pac-Man Party. So that's... Nintendo, what they're doing at the Wii U, where one person's looking at the, at, the, at the gamepad and the other four looking at the screen, they were doing that with the GameCube two generations ago. With Pac-Man Party, right? Well, except for you didn't have a pad that you could look at. No, but you could look at your Game Boy Advance screens. All oh, right, with the Game Boy Advance screen. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because you had the link with the GameCube to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't remember exactly how that worked. I just remember playing it a, a few times and just having an absolute blast with it because hmm. the person that was looking at the GameCube is either the person looking at the GameCube was hunting or the person looking at the Game Boy Advance was hunting, but it was awesome. Hmm. That's cool. But coming across a functioning Game Boy Advance link cable to the GameCube was damn near impossible. And I think the only reason we found it is because we were working at GameStop at the time, and you can find pretty much anything there. Dollar ninety nine. Heck I yeah! Can't find them anywhere. I kind of wish I still had my GameCube Game Boy Advance player. Do you remember those things? Game Boy Advance, yes, I do remember those It goes things. on to the bottom of the system, yep. and they were super-duper rare. I had two of them, but one didn't have the disc, and you actually needed the disc to yeah. play. Yeah, they always got traded in without the disc because nobody knew you needed one. Yeah, so I, I think oh. I ended up selling mine for like 70 bucks, and then I had a pair of GameCube component cables that sold for 45 or 50 bucks, which kind of still wish I had, but such is life. I needed dollars for beer. <laughs> Need to be your money. Be your money. Is that all you played? Um, yeah, it's pretty much all I played for, for retro stuff. Jess and I decided I don't know if you got the memo, mainly because I don't think we sent it to you. Your always left out. It's okay. But Jess and I decided to start playing Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Except, ah. Except you didn't play any of it. No. Ding ding ding. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how awesome this game is. Was it? Oh, I've played bits and pieces of it before. This game, for its time, I mean, you got to remember, this game came out in the prime of the N64, and N64 then was still largely, I don't want to catch like, flack for this, but... Didn't it come out in 99? It was something like that. I mean, Nintendo at that time was still largely considered to be a, a more family-oriented machine. They didn't... Just as a whole, adult games really weren't coming out. I mean, this game, when you pop it in, says, not for kids, adults only, adult themes, blah, blah, blah. And one of the first characters that you meet tells you to fuck off. Um, you know, the, the whole premise of the game is hilarious. It's the it's the stupidest, stupidest premise. Uh, the The game opens with this... Conquers in a, in a bar, and he's... 
Mm-hmm. Who is amazing. Yeah, Conker's he's he's a phenomenal character. He's out drinking and he decides, you know, I really need to go home, but he succumbs to peer pressure quite easily and his friends are like, "Hey, it's your turn to buy." And he's like, "Okay, I guess I'm going to drink." So he gets like pants shitting drunk and stumbles out and then it cuts away to this big castle, the ominous castle in the mountains and there's this gigantic cat who is getting his nightly cup of milk from all of his servants, and he sets the cup of milk on the counter, or on the table next to him, and the table is missing a leg, so it slides off and shatters. And that's the whole premise of the game, is this king needs to solve the issue of his table not working, and okay. he has a he has a, a evil scientist who goes through and, and spends hours trying to figure out how to fix his table. But the only way to do it that he deduces is you need a red squirrel to put under there. And just so happens to be that conquers a red squirrel. So the whole game is them trying to capture conquer. And I don't know what the fuck conquer is trying to do. He's just out and about trying to get home. Trying to just be awesomely drunk. Well, yeah, he, he sobers up real quick by drinking something else. So I'm assuming that he just continues drinking to push through the hangover. So he could be perpetually drunk throughout the entire game. Um, the what game... is it? Fur of the dog? Bite of the dog? Something of the dog? What? Where you drink, like, Caesars in the morning. Hair of the dog? Hair of the dog is what it's called, yeah. But the the gameplay, I'm not... This is... I'm not going to mince it. The gameplay really isn't that good. The controls are kind of wonky, but the shit that you do in that game is so funny. I mean, the very, the very first level, you're in a gigantic dung beetle house filled with poop. It's just the poop level. And you need to fill it up with more poop so that the dung beetles can give you a ball of poop that you can push into the poop pile. So to fill it up with poop, you have to go to a cow pasture and feed the cows prune juice. And then I just had an epiphany for my game. And and while the cow, just I'm not like there's a bull in here in that that's trying to attack you, and these cute little sexy cows come out, and you have to you have to ride the bull into the sexy cows to get them to drink the prune juice, and once they drink it, they get massive diarrhea and then they have to poop over a grate to fill up the dung beetles poop house and then while they're pooping you take the bull and hit them and kill them and then you do it three more times and that's the first level of the game and then you have to fight a gigantic poop opera singer who the only way to kill him is to throw toilet paper in his mouth there's nothing bad about this game other than the controls kind of suck and you're swimming through poop, like underwater poop swimming with arm floaties. It's amazing. Okay. This game's great. Uh, you have to play this game just I because I... it's one of the crudest games out there. It just doesn't pull any punches. All right. So, yeah, this game came out, I looked it up, came out in 2001. So I was trying to think that does make sense because I was working at Media Play when this game came out. Um, but I was going to ask, did you guys play this when it first came out or did you guys just play it recently for the first time? 
I played it. I didn't play it when it first came out um, because back then it was harder to come across new games unless you actually went to the store. And then even then they were super expensive. And uh-huh. by that point, the PS2 was out. So I had moved, I'd moved on. And yeah. um, I probably played it for the first time in 2005 when I, I got it from GameStop when somebody right. traded it in and I loved it then, but the Xbox remake I played a little bit of, and it, if I remember correctly, that was incredibly censored. I heard it was crap too. Yeah, just was that Conquer Live and Reloaded, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I By played it games. a while ago, but I don't remember the exact year, Mister Two Thousand and Five. It was a Tuesday. Mm. It was in a January. Tuesday. Were the were, were the were the uh, the bees buzzing? Well, I yeah. remember, I remember when the game. Cause I was trying to, that's why I thought because I thought it was a lot sooner that it came out. But yeah, but I do remember when it came out. Uh, I was working at Media Play, and it was like a big deal because it was the first Nintendo game that was like mature, R-rated, <laughs> and like R-rated mature. Uh, and it's it did sell quite a few GameCubes at the time. I remember N sixty fours. N64, sorry. Brain's fried. Uh, yeah, so I never sold a lot of those. Um, I was trying to remember what else came out at the same time that came out for the, the N64. Hmm. I'm drawing a blank, though. Cause there were some other good games that came out around that same time period as well. Because I think the PS2 hadn't been out for a year, uh-huh. but it was still hard to get. Yeah, the PS2 was really hard to get for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to remember that. I can't. I'm trying to remember what I did when I was working at Media Play so long ago. <laughs> um, the, Where were the, you in 2001, Eric? I was in high school. Were you a freshman? Uh, depends. <laughs> beginning of 2001 or beginning of, end of 2001. So you were a freshman in 2001 when this game came out. All yeah. right. Yeah, we would have been in, in grade seven. nine. So the other cool, the, the really cool thing about this game is a lot of it is actually voice acted and the different types of characters that you come across in this game are great. Like the dung beetles are all these like Scottish soccer hooligans and they're just pissed off and they're vile and vulgar and they call you a bunch of names and you got your drunkard scarecrow and the drama queen beans, like the, or the, the bees, um, the queens are all like these diva queens and then the the worker bees are like your 1950s greasers and it's so cool like this game is it's too bad that the controls aren't better and that some of the mechanics don't function better like if this game played with 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 the same fluidity as mario 64 this game would have easily been one of the best games of n64 it still is but Hmm. even more so it's just it's so much fun um, it is kind of frustrating. The very first little obstacle that you have to go through, you pop out into the world, and and uh, after the scarecrow tells you to go fuck off, um, you have to make your way up this spiral waterfall, and they kind of teach you the game mechanics of jump and then jump again to swirl your tail, but it doesn't function as well as it should. Like You need to, to, to do a double jump or a higher jump. You need to stop, press Z, Z or L, one of the buttons. I think it's Z, and then you jump and you you jump even higher. But you've only got a certain amount of time that your tail actually spins, so you waste time going up and then transitioning to forward instead of having it be like a traditional double jump. Um, 
I probably fell down that waterfall eight, nine times before I finally said, fuck it, I'm going to be super duper careful this time. The character's just so cute, though. He's kind of an asshole, though. Yeah, but it's one of those, like, attracted to assholes kind of... There is very clearly... You can change him. There's very clearly a mouse who is in distress, and he's he's just got bad gas, and there's there's a giant concrete block that talks for some reason, and his bigger, fatter, more concrete wife is on top of him, and he's bitching about how he needs to get this 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 woman off of him. So what does Conker do? He goes and gets a bunch of cheese, which in this world is actually alive as well, and feeds it to the mouse, who's obviously in intestinal distress. Okay. And keeps feeding him until he blows up into a noxious fart cloud, and that gets the wife to finally leave. What? Like, there's just no end to the stupidity. It's... Mm. The coolest part is pushing a gigantic ball of poop around that I've gotten to. It's fun. It's like you just you roll a ball of poop up a giant pile of poop and you push it into the pile of poop. And then get this, it comes back out of the pile of poop. Or Didn't you have still... to collect poop in Mother 3? Like you had to collect dung for those dung beetles at some yes. point, I think. Yep. So much dung. Imagine that, but 3D and a lot more. And, oh, the music. So you're walking around, and it's it's kind of kind of like Super Mario uh, 64, except the transitions between the different worlds are seamless. So the music will just instantly flip over to... Um, do you remember Earthworm Jim, the second level, where it had the fart noise music? Dun, 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 and then it had the people screaming, and then occasionally a fart noise. The fart yeah. level was like that, except legitimate fart noises made up the beat. <laughs> it's like a 13-year-old's wet dream, this game. Just everything dumb and stupid that you could possibly want in a game is in here. Hmm. And it's long, too. It a... It's a long I'm game. I'm so stealing some ideas. That's called plagiarism, Jess. It's called uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Try telling tell that to a court of law. Tell that to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> what? Tell that to Shia LaBeouf. Why? He got called out for plagiarism, and now he's no longer going to be in the public eye. What? Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. No. When did this happen? Uh, like a week or two ago. From public life. Huh. What, what did he plagiarize? Or not public life from uh, from yeah he's well yeah public life yeah he's gonna be private now uh, I don't know some book or something or some he was making a movie and the he screenplay plagiarized his apology for plagiarizing <laughs> something like that I don't know do you want to know what else funny. is ridiculous what Zimmerman is going to be in a celebrity boxing match. Who? The dude from Florida? George Zimmerman. Oh. He's um, also a painter. Pretty good work, that's, too. That's dumb. He's fighting DMX. DMX is going to kick his yes. ass. When's he going to fight Ja Rule? Or is Ja Rule still in prison? I think he's still in prison, man. Fuck, I love Ja Rule. DMX out of prison? I thought DMX is still in prison, too. I don't know. Uh, apparently not. DMX is one of the only rappers I can stand. 
DMX was like the he was a great actor, man. He did that movie with Chet Lee. Oh man! Oh, what was that called? <laughs> what was that? Uh, that one was. Uh, Hit me oh with man, it. it's down. It's downstairs too. Uh, well, well, we got only if only we had a search engine. <laughs> I know. Right? I know. What one was that one called? It wasn't Romeo Must Die because that had Aaliyah in it, and that one was really good. That was Cradle like, to the Grave. Cradle to the Grave. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. That's that's <laughs> next week's Aaron's Action Corner. I like I like this quote from Ashton. That's a well, that's a well placed quote. He's gonna get beat up up in here. <laughs> Way to tie in some lyrics. Uh, Jess apparently wants to get with the red squirrel, according to this guy. God, Jess, what else did you you didn't play any any Conquer, did you? No. Have I sold you on the fact that you need to play it? Yeah, I want to play it again. Okay. I'm actually going to finish it. I So if I talk about it more next week, great. I'll jump in. I'm going to try to play it, but I have this game I have to make. <laughs> There's no rush. <laughs> um, I played Wave Racer because we mentioned that. Wave Racer. Have you played that before or was that your first time? No, I've played it before. Okay. Uh, game- not for a while, though. That game doesn't age well. No. I feel like... I feel like if that game were to be released today, it would be the equivalent of what the wakeboarding game was in Wii Sports Resort. I did not play the wakeboarding game. Basically, it's very, very simple. It's... There's not much to Wave Race 64. I think Wave Race 64 is kind of on the same playing field as Mario 64. Great game. Not a whole lot to do. Yeah, you just ride around. Yeah, it was kind stuff. of boring. Like, Mario 64 is a great game, but there is not much to do. You can play and see everything that game has to offer in 30 minutes. Doesn't mean it's bad. But means it's, means it's terrible. Tell me about Wave but Race, Jess. It was a little, it was a little boring. I do have to say, I thought it was like looking back. I swear I had way more way more fun playing this when I was younger. But playing it now, it just it didn't really do it for me. Mm. It, looks it was sorry. kind of not super forgiving in terms of the controls like they're kind of jerky which wasn't very fun either if i remember Uh, correctly there was a sounds like a bad date totally was there was a uh not a glitch but a cheat or a or a special event where if you completed a certain level in a certain amount of time you could ride one of the dolphins i do not know that I don't know anything. I maybe, maybe that was. Yeah, you can definitely ride a dolphin. I want to do that. Does anybody remember playing? Uh, what was it called? Was it called Huck Finn? I'm look that up. <laughs> Where do you come up with this shit? <laughs> what do you do? Paint <laughs> a fence? No, you oh, like no, I think it's Huckleberry Huckleberry Finn. You have to like go down. Uh, it was like a river a game. A lazy river. And you had to like watch out, and you had to catch. Uh, man, what the name was that game? Find out. Here's how you get the dolphin in uh, Wave Race 64. You have to select stunt mode, 
and entered Dolphin Park. Go figure. You have to go through every single ring and perform the following tricks in the following order. Handstand, backflip, stand with backflip, single backflip off a ramp, dive off a ramp, and barrel roll off a ramp in both directions. Do you have to say do a barrel roll? Do a do a barrel roll. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that works on my Nexus phone as well. Who you say that? okay Google, do a barrel roll, it listens to you. Type in Zerg Rush. To Google? Yeah. If you go to Google and type in Zerg Rush. It's kind of fun. What? You've oh. played StarCraft before, right? Yeah, I didn't do it on my phone, though. Do it on the computer. Suddenly, all the top, the the uh, the O's from Google... Don't tell me! Don't do anything. Nothing happens at all. Oh! Kind of fun, huh? That is fun. Alright, so... Hmm. Did we play any other games? Because I feel like we should get to some emails. Oh, no, I played... Um pod racing game star wars one episode one um is that where you just pod race yes yes i love that game so much fun that game is so good the ps2 version was shit but holy cow the n64 version is great except for the fact that i um decided that hey this will be a brilliant idea because i wasn't feeling well earlier today Mm -hmm. so I was like, I'm just gonna, like, because we have the cartridge, so let's just hang out on the couch and play it on the TV. And it sucked because the quality, like, was too zoomed in-y. And it was too, too zoomed in huh. Like, the display, it was, because it's on a whatever-inch TV versus a older TV looks a lot better yeah. because I'm using very technical terms right now. Well, it stretches and the image. It was stupid how sometimes I was like, oh, yes, this is part of the path. No, it's a wall. Or, mm. oh, yes, this looks like a little place that I can. Nope, it's definitely not. So I feel like maybe I had better eyesight when I was a child and played this. Because couldn't really distinguish between walls and some paths sometimes, which was... A little ridiculous. Well, I think with that game, though, too, it it suffered from, like you said, being too zoomed in. If you were in the pers- first-person mode, it kind of sucked, but that game was so much fun. Like It was really, really true to what the racing looked like in the movie. Actually, and... You... Sorry. If I remember right, you can upgrade your pods, right? And you can buy droids um, and go to the junkyard and stuff, too. That's a fun But game. have you guys played the, like, arcade version where you actually sit in a pod? No, I've always seen it, but it's it was one of those that's, like, a dollar to play. Like, yeah, I don't want to do that. That's, like, one of my favorite games ever. And you feel like such a freaking badass. Is it the exact same one, or is it a different game? Like, obviously, it's going to be up for arcade, but... Same levels. But you mm. actually have, like, um, the handles to steer with. That's so cool. Like, tank controls? Yeah. And you feel like, oh, my God, I am totally almost a Jedi right now. That's and awesome. This is Very cool. Awesome. 
Hey, Aaron, you're playing games, yeah. aren't you? No, I'm trying to watch a video. That's loud. Jesus. Hey, okay, it is, it is called The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. That is the game that I was thinking of because you get the little river and you get have to watch out for crocodiles or alligators. You're in a raft. Then you said scenes you get Wait, off. Wait, what's it called? Play. It's called Adventures of Tom Sawyer. There was a game that you ride a, an inner tube in. To, river? Well, there's River there's river Master or River King was one of them. No. Nope. But the That's one a- I'm thinking of, I'm thinking it might be because the, the cover I caught me. It was Adventures of Tom Sawyer, and I thought about it because it was for Uncle Barry Finn. I just remembered the, the river rides where you get to go down the river levels and you had to watch out for things. Huh. I'm trying to see which one I'm thinking of. It was on the, the Midway Arcade Treasures extended play for mm. for PSP, but um, it was like a tubing game where you got to hold your PSP sideways and float down with the tubes. I don't know. Tubin. T-O-O-B-I-N. Tubin. Tubin. It's Norwegian. Tubin. Oh, yeah. It's totally tubular. So, I was looking up games. That sounds like a games. Minnesota accent. Yeah, Minnesotas are Norwegian. Don't you know? Yeah, you betcha. Scandinavia, yeah. See, America is Canada. Not quite. What? We can Minnesota is mini Canada. Anyway, I was going to yeah. play a football game because of <gasps> the Super Bowl. But I didn't. I was kind of like that. I've been going to a couple Coyotes games lately, NHL. And every time I'm sitting there watching it, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. I should get a hockey game. And then I look into it and I'm like, it's still a hockey game. No thanks. And then I went, uh, I, the only one I would actually play would be Mutant League Hockey. I got NHL 98 for this nest downstairs. Ice hockey is the best yeah. hockey game. That's I thought it like was say, Wayne Gretzky's hockey. It's like saying NBA for the NES is the best. NBA James. No, just NBA. The one where like you can you can see that they have short shorts on and pasty white legs, and but they're That's two amazing. pixels. Two pixels. NBA Jam was a lot of fun. I like having fun at that game. You could have fire and the big heads. And the... the new one for PS3 is pretty fun. I had unlocked George. I had unlocked Bill Clinton and Oh Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jess, did you play anything else? No. No, huh? No. No. Well, my character died on Sunday. Started, really? I wasn't yeah. there. Which you weren't character? there to heal me. My new guy that I made, my my, uh, my Russian that got teleported into that world, he died. What are you talking about? With me at D&D table. Oh my oh. gosh, did you ever pay attention? He died. What time do you guys play? 6.30. So that's 8.30 my time? I guess. Are you two hours ahead of me? No, oh, she's no. an hour ahead it? of you. I'm at, it's 9.06 here. What time is it where you are? 10.06. So you go an hour ahead. So it'll be 7.30 your time. Okay. I should be done yoga by then. Okay. It'll be fun. That was a conversation that needed to be had on our podcast. It was. Emails, guys? Emails. <laughs> Emails. 
Should I read the emails? I got it. You got it? Because apparently I don't thought I'm not talking enough, so maybe I should read them so I can talk. Email, if you want to write us in factory <laughs> seal. Like, how am I supposed to respond to that? <laughs> Let's just ignore that that conversation happens. That was really funny to me. I'm sorry. That was funny. <laughs> and apparently I talk too much, so you should read them. <laughs> factory sealed at manatank.com. Write us your love letters. Uh, I'm just going to... I don't remember where we stopped off. I do. You want to tell you? Let me pull it up. Is it? Did we read George Vosper's last time? I feel like we did. Yeah, we did. No, because of the image. Did we? No, we didn't do the one with the image. George Vosper got some cool shit. He wrote it right after the show. I feel like we read this. Well, read it again. George Vosper writes in. If we already read this last show, awesome. He's getting double, double time. Hey, Factory Sealed, it's George. I am indeed not dead, but I have a tiny, I've been a tiny bit busy collecting. In the image attached, you see some recent stuff I picked up, which includes a Famicom, Super Famicom, N64 Sega Master System, and a random assortment of games. Maybe you could pick a random one out of the lot to play sometime. Also, who is that one video game hero you just hate? How would you kill them if you were in their universe? Been enjoying the podcast, and good to see Jess on the Android train. I myself have a Galaxy S4. Keep up the great work. Hope to hear from you, George. I almost bought a Sega Master System a couple weeks ago, but it was 50 bucks. And then the only game I would have gotten with it would have been Monster Boy and Something World or whatever game that was that people have been recommending for us. A boy, boy in his Monster World. A boy and his blob? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know which one you're talking about. I don't know. Mon- Monster World. Whatever. I, I... Pleading the fifth. All right. Who? Which? Which characters do you hate? Mega Man. I hate you. I would kill him by shooting him with eggs out of a vagina spaceship. I feel like that's not possible. Who Anything's is that? Possible. Uh, what game is that? The, the main character is really whiny. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on it now. I want to say it was a Super Nintendo game. Miles Tails Prower? No. Miles kind of sucked. He would fall into that category of people like, I'm not sure if you're a boy or a girl, so I'm going to go with it. Yeah. I was really freaking annoyed with Lucas playing Mother 3. He did kind of suck. I don't know why I would kill I don't think I would kill him. I think mm. that's a little harsh. If you had to, that's the question, though. How would you kill him? Would you feed him to a Drago? No, because then Drago's would get a bad rep again, and I wouldn't want that. I would, I would, like, kill him somehow, but then frame it on the dick bag who hurt his monkey. Facade? Yes. You'd mm-hmm. kill Lucas over Facade. Well, he, Facade isn't a hero. 
Oh, okay. Good point. Hmm. Hmm. How, yeah. you, how about you, Aaron? Well, well, I was trying to remember. I'm trying to think of that game. I want to say... There, maybe I'm thinking different. This is a character in a Final Fantasy game that you play. And, you better uh, not say Vivi. No, it wasn't Vivi. Is it one of the main characters? Yeah, well, I think so. It's one of the ones you have at the beginning. It's not like a secret character. Which, which Final Fantasy? It might be 7, but I want to say it was earlier than that. Um, must have been seven though, because I think it was on the PS2, not sorry, or the PS1. I mean, so you've got Cloud, you've got Ares, yeah. Tifa, no. Tifa's okay. Uh, Barrett, no, he's all right. Handgun, no, he's good. He's good. Um, Frick, who is that character? It's just like I know who. Oh I, no, oh. it's it is that one. I think it's one that you find later on. Vincent, I think I'm thinking it. No, not Vincent. The, Yuffie. Uh, the little kid one that lives out in the wilderness. Yuffie. Uh, Yuffie? She's like a main character. Yeah, she's the little ninja character. Is she? Yeah. yeah she's a ninja character that you pick up. She's like Mowgli running around in the, the, the wilderness with that yeah. big throwing star. That's right. Yeah, she sucks. Isn't she, isn't she like really annoying too and like always whining? Yeah, and she's trying to break up the love triangle that is Cloud, Tifa, and Ares, and then Ares has to go and die, and then Yuffie's like, all right, I'm going to inject myself into this, and it's just like, you're a child. And yeah, maybe that's the one, yeah. I think I fabricated 90% of that, but it sounds It good. could be, but... Sounds that's, a little sounds, intense. Sounds familiar. I think that might have been the one I was. Like, yeah, it's just really annoying. I'd kill her, and yeah. I'd... Uh, you guys are die. mean. I don't know. Who would you kill? Uh, Baby Mario from Yoshi's Island. And, and I, how would you would. kill him? I would kill him by never changing his diaper. Ooh. No. Like septic infections. Yeah, like, probably I'm, get like a staph infection. I'm not going to do anything like hold him under water till the bubbles stop or anything like that. I'm just like, sorry, you crapped yourself. Either you figure out how to change your diaper or die. Mm. He is he is hands down the most annoying video game character ever. There is nobody worse than him. Uh. I would rather listen to Slippy the Toad. I love Slippy. Shut your mouth about Slippy. Slippy's such yeah. a bitch. Who's you Slippy? are such a bitch. Slippy is amazing. No, the only other one that might be as as bad as as. Uh, Baby Mario is Navi from Ocarina of Time. Shut up. Navi and What's Tingle are like... tone? So? <laughs> hmm. There's a lot of really bad ones, like Mr. Rossetti from um, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like, if you just turn your console off without properly logging off, you have to sit and listen to, like, a five-minute lecture from him hmm. about how you need to save. But gotta save your games, man. Good question, George. Uh, Nick Stevens writes in. We haven't heard from Nick in a while. It's glad to hear you'd be giving some love to the N64 this week. N64 has some real gems that I feel got overlooked. My question for you is this: Did any of you enjoy AKI developed wrestling games as much as I did? AKI made WCW slash NWO Revenge and No Mercy and other great games. I don't picture any of you as wrestling fans, but 
I know a lot of people who love these games and didn't know anything about wrestling. Still play No Mercy all the time. Never seems to get old. Newer wrestling games are too much like new sports games. Too much shifting, sifting through menus and not enough playing the game. Keep up the good work. As always, enjoy the show. Though, your raunchiness has went up a few notches the past week. Jess? I, I blame Aaron for that. For reals. He thinks we all need to go eat a bar of soap. What? I don't know why you're blaming me. Hey, our show doesn't flex. say clean, but then again, it doesn't uh, say explicit. <laughs> um, All right. I did play an N64 wrestling game, and I think it was WCW versus NWO. And that game's phenomenal. It's the only wrestling game I've ever played, and I think I think that's it. Yeah, I played, uh, I played a lot of wrestling games, but I didn't play any on the on the N64. Um, but I think on the PlayStation, I played a lot of the WrestleMania games, and then a lot of the ones that were on like the Super Nintendo that came out. He's I right, though. They did, That's how it's fun. They did start to get progressively more convoluted. The The awesome thing about the older ones, even the ones back on the Super Nintendo, is just, it's simple. You hop in the ring, you beat the crap out of each other, occasionally throw them over the ropes, hit them with a, a folding chair, and that's about it. It was a ton of fun to get people and like tag team each other and get Royal Rumbles going. That game was great. Right. That's fun. Uh, I like this email from Mark Grass. Sup, FS Mofos. The other day, over a few adult beverages, a good friend and I were discussing video game urban legends, for lack of a better term, that we heard while growing up. Two such stories involved Mike Tyson's Punch Out and Super Mario Brothers. There were kids that both insisted King Hippo got up after being knocked down and needed to be TKO'd and that you could jump over the flagpoles in Mario to get an infinite world with enemies that didn't show up on the normal game. I set sail on the interwebs over a pint of root beer and triple sec to see if any else, anyone Whoa. else ran into these or similar stories growing up. I'd imagine that many such stories, if spread by other juvenile pricks in the 80s and 90s, were probably disproved with the ability to access and dissect source code. In my research, however, I found that there is a far more interesting canon of myths regarding my number of games on a variety of platforms. Some of the highlights, a 1989 computer game called Kill Switch was purchased by a Japanese fellow for $733,000. He planned on posting a video playthrough on YouTube, but instead posted a video of himself crying in front of a blank computer screen. <laughs> in Final Fantasy VIII, Squall dies in his fight with Adia, the sorceress, and disc two of the game is made up entirely of his trippy thoughts as he dies. The final boss in Earthbound is an abortion. Have you heard any such myths or legends? Do you think that these stories add anything to how you or anyone perceives these fabulous games of yours? Thanks for continuing to be awesome and entertaining. Sorry that was such a long email, but it was good. I like that one. Root beer and triple sec? It sounds disgusting, but it's probably pretty good. Really sounds disgusting. I like the the concept of video game urban legends because, like we've talked about before, so much of gaming back then was just what you talked about at the lunch table or or out on the playground. And the one that immediately comes to mind, and maybe this is because I was thirteen when I was playing it, but I always all my friends always told me that yeah, there's a hidden sex scene between Cloud and Ares in Final Fantasy VII. Never, well, it doesn't. Were... It doesn't exist. But that was one that always floated around. That and the fact that you could save Ares. 
But I love that kids like lie about that shit and just like continue it. Like, because then you wouldn't be cool if you didn't know. Yeah. So yeah, of course I've mm-hmm. seen that sex scene because it's real. And I don't want to admit that I suck and couldn't do it. It's hidden on the, put the disc in your computer and you can open up a secret file and you can watch it on there. I don't think so much of these are, are urban legends as they are interpretations. Like the Final Fantasy VIII one, I'd never heard that that, you know, Squall dies with this fight with Adia, but I could see it. It leaves you kind of hanging and technically you could interpret it that, that he's dead because of how that cutscene leaves. But um, it makes sense. It, it almost seems like that's someone's interpretation. Like the the one that I've recently read about has to do with Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. And the, the, the thought process is that that entire game is Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid 2 in a VR mission training. And there's some there's some pretty big indicators that that say it's so. Um, not to go into the whole article, but there's actually an article on Crack.com about it where um, they point out some of the specifics. Like they make specific mention to Snake talking about saying, "Wait a minute, I thought this was a training mission." Uh-huh. And then when you die, you hear the voice of Colonel Campbell, who is the Colonel from the future games. He doesn't exist in the '60s and. He's talking to you and asking about you, and and it's just it's, it's interesting how people pick up on these. And um, I don't think it changes the perception of my game at all. I just think it's interesting lore. Huh. What are some that you guys mm-hmm. have heard? I hadn't really heard any. I'm trying to like think. Can't. I mean, there's the same ones. I've heard that infinite world thing. I don't think it's true. You can't jump over the flagpole. They've they, yeah. they've proven that you can't. Yeah, because you're supposed to hit the top of the flagpole. Yeah, if you jump over it, you automatically get that top, and then yep. until you get the. But um, let's see. Um, yeah, there's the one with the Final Fantasy VII. Beat the game seven times. You can save berries or take the disc out, and she won't die. And, you know, she come back later, but she has no powers that she didn't have when she died. Yeah. Uh, you know the. But nothing that's like, like that. The only one I know of is that hidden South Park thing on Tiger Woods '99. So what's that? Well, I've mentioned it before. It's that very first South Park episode, "The Spirit of Christmas," that they, oh yeah, developers sit on there. So, oh uh, yeah. The other one that I actually that, that I, was a while ago. Was it? Oh, well, we talked about that. About it was like t- uh, probably at least twenty episodes ago, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Why that makes us feel old. Uh, there was another one that I actually started looking into and found out that it's actually real where apparently there is in Mega Man X, the very first one, there are two Street Fighter moves within it, the Hadouken and I don't remember the other name, but I looked up how you actually get those. And it's so incredibly difficult and convoluted that it's not, it's, there's no point in doing it, but it's still cool that they exist. Um... Let's see, I'm going to... Wow, some of these are long. Justin Montemurno writes in, haven't sent an email for a while, so I'd like to open with this. Justin's pick this week is Champions of Xanth. 
It's a point-and-click adventure game for the PC that I think Jess will especially enjoy. It's based on Piers Anthony novel, Demons Don't Dream. Yeah, because he has the Xanth series. Piers Anthony is a phenomenal author. If you like fantasy, I suggest you read some of the Xanth books. I still have my original floppy disk version of the game that came with the book. You mm. Okay, so he, he takes an abrupt left turn here. You guys and Gal are doing one hell of a show. I've scoured through the plethora of abysmal retro gaming podcasts out there, and not one has come close to yours. I know it's been started before, stated, stated before, but it bears repeating... <laughs> The non-video game talk is essential to the show. There are so many garbage-filled shows that just aimlessly talks about shitty games and try to justify them as so-called classics. Eric, that guy that wrote in about you being too opinionated is totally right. How dare you share your opinion on your show? People tell me that I'm too opinionated as well. Anyway, my opinion is that dude can fuck off. Sorry for the language. Uh, It's also my opinion that Resident Evil 4 does not suck. We can agree to disagree on that matter. You folks are still playing AOE. Two. Oh, Age, Age of Empires, Empires 2. 2. Still jamming on it when I can. Look forward to more of Aaron's butchered movie quotes, such as, there is no try if you do <laughs> or don't. That was do my it. favorite. Because I can you know, picture little Yoda. I can tell you this. I wasn't even thinking about that movie when I replied on that Twitter. I was like, there is no try. There's only two. But then you got the Gandalf one right, yeah. which most people Thanks. get wrong. Well... Yeah, that's only because I didn't even know I was quoting the movie when I said it the first time. So then I had to be cool. I had to really bring it back. Yeah, I had to bring it back. Because Eric's all about feetsies and peetsies or something. Feetsies and peetsies. <laughs> Ashton Morales writes in, Hey, Factory Seal Crew, if you could give yourself one power or item from your favorite video game character, what would it be? I would add Mega Man's arm cannon or Cole from Infinite's lightning powers. Thanks. Have a good week. Ashton, hashtag Team Jess. Yes. I would go with Mega Man's power slide. Of course you would. Or his ability to climb the walls. Um, Let's see. I would give myself the... uh, Ability to fly. Oh, come on. Yep, yep. I would take Goku's from Dragon Ball Z ability to fly. I would be cheap. Take that back. Take his instant transmission. And take um, Mario's ability to get extra lives by eating mushrooms. You would be lived to like a thousand or something. Yeah, it would be pretty awesome. But only certain mushrooms. The only green ones. Other mushrooms would just make you a giant. uncomfortably large. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, that's a big bitch. Because then I could do all sorts of crazy shit, and I would be having another life. Having another wife? Life. life. Oh. Come on, Eric. But I could take another wife. <laughs> you have one already? <laughs> no. Oh. Too bad. Um, that's going to do it. For- oh, Aaron, we got to get you. No, what? Said, uh... I, I said I'm oh, on a date. It's like... in transmission from, from Dragon Ball Z. That's going to do it for emails. If you want to write us in, factorysealed at manatank.com. Yeah, you can write us and tell us stuff. And I'm going to keep we'll playing stuff. I'm going to keep playing N64 stuff next week. I think people are right. We haven't played enough N64 stuff recently. So 
here's my suggestion. I think this is a game that we all need to play through to completion, whether or not it's in one week or five weeks. But uh, I was sifting through my old cartridges, and I came across a, a little-known N64 game called Space Station Silicon Valley. Have you guys heard of it? No. The premise mm. is it's kind of got a Jurassic Park-style premise to it. You are this tiny robotic microchip that gets stranded on a space station that's filled with animals. And you have the ability to take over or implant yourself in any of these animals to get yourself through different situations. Oh my god, so fun! That game is a friggin' blast. Mm. So, I'm playing that and Conquer for next week. I'm gonna continue through the poop levels. The poop levels of Conquer. What animals can you be? You can be like polar bears and, and bunny rabbits and dogs and penguins and it's actually a pretty fun game. Um, it's the, the concept sounds kind of dumb, but it's it's really fun. It's We're got some great platforming awesome. elements. But uh, yeah, give it a go. All right. So N64 stuff for next week. Whatever it is, let's do it. Star Fox, no more wave race. Slippy. Slippy. Slippy, slappy, slide. Samsonite. Get it? Get it, Aaron? Movie quote. I got it right. Good, good job. See, like, I get no response from it. No. I only get responses when you do things poorly. Yeah. Plus, I was I was distracted, and I missed about three sentences of that. I said Samsonite after you said Slippy Slappy. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just when I thought you couldn't get any dumber. Please. All right. John Denver's full of shit. If you want to, uh, I already said the email stuff. That's going to do it for this week. Any closing All thoughts, right. Aaron? Quote? Uh, I'm, I'm going to make the greatest game that any of you have ever played in your life. All right. We need to at least have a framework for next week so we can talk about our game. Okay. Okay. Framework. Framework. If anybody else wants to play with us, we will gladly play whatever you pump out. Yeah, we will. And we'll make our recommendation off of our favorite fan community games as well. So, until next week, toodaloo. Toodaloos, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> yes, it will. So, I'll, because, you know, we're, we're a team. <laughs>